0: Hey, everyone. I'm here with Kristen English. Hey, Kristen. Hi. Hi. And Kristen is um, out of Louisville with Sotheby's. And the reason I wanted to bring her on was because she's also on the Kentucky um, Board of Realtors Ethics and Professional Standards Committee. So there's a couple of um, different things like we've been talking about on the podcast. And so she had some examples that we want to talk about and share and kind of see what 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 would you do as the agent and then what the committee actually decided? So, Kristen, do you want to give us um, one of the cases and let's like talk through it?
1: All right. This is great. So this is one that actually went all the way to the national um, level. And I just spoke about this one on a podcast with the Kentucky Realtors uh, we're doing little short podcasts also. So yeah, nice. kind of timely. So this is fun. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm going to read through this, um, if you don't mind, sort of carefully so that everybody gets the gist of it. And then Perfect. we can talk about, or you can talk about, we can talk about yeah. what, um, what you would do and what you think is the right thing to do or ethically or morally. All right. Mm-hmm. So Realtor Allen listed Seller Steve's house. He filed the listing with the MLS and advertised it to interested prospective purchasers. Seller Steve's house was reasonably priced and attracted the attention of uh, several potential purchasers.
0: I like how they slid in there. They're reasonably priced. Reasonably <laughs> yeah.
1: which is me these days, right? <laughs> right. Uh, <the clears throat> after, um, Bob learned about seller Steve's property from realtor Alan's website and called Alan for some more information and was shown the property by Alan several times. Then buyer Betty, looking for property in the area, calls Realtor Ryan. Okay, so we've Hi. got two different. We've got Realtor Alan and we've got Realtor Ryan. Hi. As a perspective, our buyer representative, seller Steve property was one of the um, properties that interested her and was introduced to Betty. After the third showing, Buyer Bob was ready to make an offer and requested re- um, Realtor Alan's assistance in writing a purchase offer. Alan helped Buyer Bob prepare an offer and then called Seller Steve to make an appointment to present the offer that so evening. So Alan
0: is a dual agent now.
1: So Alan is a great. Yes, Alan is a dual agent at this point. Um, later that same afternoon, Realtor Ryan um called Realtor Allen and told him that he was also bringing a purchase offer to Allen's offer for him to also present to seller Steve. Realtor Allen responded that he would be presenting to buyer. He would also be presenting buyer Betty's offer that evening. Okay. He's told him now he's got an offer already on the table and then he'll also present this offer next okay. time. That evening, Realtor Allen presents both offers to seller Steve. For his consideration, seller Steve noted that both offers were of full price and there seemed to be little difference between them. So Realtor Allen responded, they're both good offers and they'll both net you the same amount. So seller Steve says, or asks about the feasibility of countering one of them or both of them. And Realtor Allen agreed that that was a possibility but noted that countering a full price offer could result in the buyer walking away from the table because he's offered full price. Okay. You know. besides he reminded seller Steve production of a full price offer triggered realtor Allen's entitlement to a commission under the terms of their listing agreement and that's something we don't really talk about much when we're in a multiple offer situation of like hey but I brought you a full price offer so I sh- I'm also entitled to that um uh commission we usually don't Talk about that. Um, Seller Steve acknowledged that obligation, but expressed regret that faced with two full price offers, there was no way to increase the proceeds he would realize from the sale of the property. I'll tell you what, seller Steve said, if you'll reduce your commission, I'll accept the offer you procured. Okay. While you get a little less than we agreed in the listing contract, you still have more than if you had paid the other buyer's broker. Right. Seeing the logic of seller Steve's proposal and realizing that he and the seller were free to negotiate the terms of their agreement, realtor Allen agreed to reduce his commission by 1%. Seller Steve in turn accepted buyer Bob's offer and the transaction closed shortly thereafter. Upon, oh, upset by that this purchase offer hadn't been accepted, buyer Betty called seller Steve directly. And asked just to just to satisfy my curiosity, why didn't you accept my full price offer to buy your house? Seller Steve explained that he had accepted a full price offer produced by Realtor Allen because of Allen's willingness to reduce his commission by one percent.
0: Okay, so in summary, the yeah. listing agent is a dual agent, and then you have the other agent representing the seller. The offers are the same, but when presented, but then the listing agent reduced his commission in order for the his mm-hmm. yeah in order to be a dual agent
1: okay right. and he was asked by seller steve hey both of these are the same these are you know going to net me the same but you mr dual agent could get more commission if you reduce you could get the deal thus getting more commission right if, if you reduce, it.
0: reduce yeah yeah because he got yeah. Right. He got more commission than what if he would have split it.
1: So then the, is the
0: question. So it came to you guys because the question is, is this an ethics
1: violation. violation? Right. So we talked through this and I actually had this. And so it was really timely because I actually had this happen to me um, this summer. So I had clients that I was, had been working with. Um, for a while, and uh, we made an offer on a house down the street from me. The listing agent also wrote an offer with her own clients, and our offer was higher, but it netted more for her sellers to take her offer because of the commission
0: reduction. Them.
1: And so, so awkwardly, it was really uncomfortable for me to go back to my buyers and say, "Hey." we didn't get it they didn't ask why that's good is there an okay. ethics by
0: like in this scenario it doesn't we don't know or it doesn't say if the dual agent said i'm presenting multiple offers one of them is mine
1: the only thing that the that the agent has the listing agent has to do is he has to tell the same information to all agents so whatever he is instructed to by the buy, by the seller excuse me by the seller and if the seller even gives him permission to disclose That's the close. price, he can of all the yeah. offers, but the seller has to do that. Um, the The listing agent has to be sure that whatever information he gave one agent, that he gives the other agent. But they, everybody has. But it a doesn't. List.
0: It doesn't have to be disclosed that one of the offers is a dual agency.
1: Mm, no. And I
0: don't think you have a violation. I mean, do you?
1: No. And that was the thing. Now, morally. You know, I don't like to do dual agency because I think that those deals a lot of times, you know, who you really representing, it's really tough to See, I like dual agents. Yeah, the agents,
0: always easier to work with, you know,
1: right, right. So, so, you know, for me, morally, I don't love dual agency. And there are a lot of us here that, that don't practice dual agency, but ethically he did nothing wrong because also the other thing to remember is that the listing is with the broker the listing and the and the seller and the listing agent it's with that's their agreement so right. whatever comes along with another buyer broker doesn't matter
0: right i agree i think my biggest issue with this case is i can understand why that other buyer that didn't get it is upset i mean they're always upset if they don't get the offer yeah. um and i can understand why the seller said well if you if I, they want to net more i think what i would have done and just given the information that we're given is say, hey, as you know, we have multiple offers on this property. Either we need your highest and best, or counter at have maybe the seller counters at 1% higher to both. Because what I hate about this scenario is that my commission, the commission that we already agreed to as part of the process, is not up for discussion as part of your contract. If you don't like the contract, that's fine. We can go find another one, but this is a, this is exactly what we agreed to. It's a full price offer and we agreed to already the commission. So if you want more, we should just ask for more. And like, yeah, we might be taking a risk and both buyers may be gone. Well, like
1: both of them though, because if they both accept, then you've sold the house twice. So you'd have to choose one to counter. Can you do, um, can
0: you say we're countering both time is of the essence? You can't
1: counter two offers because can. as soon as you counter two offers, if they both accept, again, you've sold that house. But back. you can say highest and best. You can go back and say highest and best, which we could go down that rabbit hole of. And again, this case was in, I think 2000 and it's been five or six years. It's, it hasn't been in the time frame of right now where we're in all these multiple offer situations. Right. So, I mean, we could go down that rabbit hole of what do you do in a, in a multiple offer situation. And I can tell you, you know, our best practices here in the Louisville area. Um, but I I would have gone back and said, Hey, we've got two offers and they are both very similar. What's your highest and best. Right.
0: Exactly.
1: And that's what i would have done um but or
0: negotiated a different term so a lot of times like you get your price but maybe he needs occupancy after closing or maybe he whatever it is right like negotiate some other term to see because i just don't think that we've already agreed the the payment we've already agreed the fee and if the and of course like we can re-agree yeah, we you can know go- like he go- said go- you can always yeah. negotiate but it's like, I don't want to, there's no real reason to
1: renegotiate it here. This is something between the buyer and the seller. Yeah, between the seller, well, between the seller and the seller's agent. But I'm saying the contract
0: is between the buyer and the seller oh, yeah, to purchase yeah. the property. So if he's not ha- if this, I forget the seller's name, but if he's not happy with the price, then he needs to do that.
1: Yeah. Well, he was ha- I mean, honestly, for, just with the information that we know, he was happy with the price, he was happy with both prices. So He just wanted more. He, what 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 can we do to make this work and, you know, he's thinking, well, hey, um listing agent Bob, like you can make more then just. And, yeah, I get it.
0: I mean, I see where he's coming well, from. Listed itself,
1: at yeah. Six, and you're willing to take five. <laughs> yeah. Five is better than three if you. Right. So, oh, anyway, so, but it, it's it was. Is it eight though? Eight I mean, I know it is, but then you
0: have like the yes, but yeah. at what cost are you getting? I mean, yeah, there's so many variables. And this is just like a snippet. Like, we don't know the whole story, but that's interesting. Okay. So, the board, the committee said, but there is no violation
1: here. No violation because, again, the listing contract is between the listing uh, broker, agent broker, and the seller. And so if he wants to reduce this commission, then that's completely fine. And he's able to choose as long as he didn't choose based on any of the protected classes. Right. He's fine. He's fine. Now,
0: does he, I assume he doesn't have to tell. Oh well he did because it was the seller like but let's say that she had called the agent. We're not we don't I mean I wouldn't say like why they chose one or the other. I'd be like people make choices for all kinds of reasons. Like I wish you
1: luck. Yeah, exactly. And until it closes, you don't want to disclose price because if the contract falls through, then you want to be able to market it again. The other interesting thing is um in let's go down that rabbit hole a little bit of multiple situations because um, I've had some, I had one house and we had six offers and we eliminated two. And then the third one pretty quickly. And we were down to two.
0: Okay.
1: I've had situations where sellers have not taken the highest money right? right. One, as a terms or two, right. you know, whatever reasons, but also if there's financing involved, you know, Houses are not appraising. And especially when you get into this time of year in January, February, March, when the mm-hmm. appraisers are going back six months. Right. And they have to they have to legitimize what the appraisal, what the sale price is. And right. in the winter sell for less. And yeah, you know, so that sort of gets tenuous. Um, there can be you know, moving out, giving people, you know, two weeks to move out. There's so right. many, other There's so many
0: ways. Yeah. I actually did like a YouTube video on how to get your offer accepted in these Ooh, times. And it's like, it's all about, well, first you need to call the listing agent and find out yeah. what does the seller really want? Because Go I had like a, um, one of my sellers we had priced it like a little bit below to drive up the price as a strategy and i mean we literally like everybody we had tons of offers and i called every agent and i said these are they were seven things that they wanted <laughs> like, here are seven things that they want if you can get all seven or as close as you can you'll you will win yeah right like this is what they want and we had some agents that gave us two some agents that gave us all seven it's like okay well The one that gave the seller everything they wanted, like they're the ones that, that win. So if the agent would have called or said highest and best, the seller in this case wanted more money. So they can just say that, look, the seller wants to net more money. I realize you pay full price, but what is your highest and best? It's multiple offers. And so it's very
1: acceptable. Yes. And you just... I, and I would say to any new agents that are, you know, newer in the market too, and especially in a multiple offer situation is pick up the phone and call the listing agent. You just said like you, you told the agents, but on the flip side, and I'm not dissing like younger agents, but everything is via text. Hey, pick up the phone, have a conversation Mm -hmm. because there's. You never know how we, as a listing agent, can influence that seller just a little bit. Like, oh, yeah, I know that agent. I've had a conversation. Well, it's just
0: people being people, right? I mean,
1: you know, yeah.
0: This is really good. I really like this. I think we should maybe do some more of these, like, what would you do type? That would be
1: fun.
0: Okay, well, we want to know, everybody after watching this video, do you think there's an ethics violation? Or how could this agent better have handled it? Do you have a different strategy that could have worked? I mean, obviously, this is a very like small piece of the yeah
1: of the whole story. But like, you know, we've all been in this type of, course, of situation. Like, yeah. And this is the part that went all the way up was just right. basically ethics. No, yeah. you know, morally maybe. No, I don't I know. But-
0: now, Kristen, if somebody does have a referral for you in Louisville, what is the best way to get a hold of you?
1: Um, so it's uh, my email address is the letter K English at LSIR, which is Lenahan Sotheby's International Realty, but we shorten it because that's a- good because nobody can spell that. Yeah, no one would remember <laughs> that LSIR. Um, I am on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I have a website, so it's Kristen English. Easy enough, yeah. Perfect. Well, know. I
0: really appreciate Thanks. you being on and sharing that with us. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, it was really fun. So, I hope to do this again, sometime. Have a good rest of the day. All right, thanks. See ya. Bye.
0: Bye.